Welcome to Mi'kmaq Matters, a podcast about Mi'kmaq people, politics, land, and water. I'm Glenn Wheeler. Support independent Mi'kmaq journalism. Become a Mi'kmaq Matters patron at patreon.com forward slash Mi'kmaq Matters. The next stage of the environmental assessment into the massive gold mine proposed for Valentine Lake has just been announced. The gold mine would cover more than 200 square kilometers in the central part of the island. The area is traditional Beothic and Mi'kmaq territory and includes caribou migratory routes. The environmental assessment process includes special provision for indigenous involvement and funding for interventions. This is stage two of four in the environmental review process, and written submissions are due on June 30th. But the two Mi'kmaq First Nations have had nothing to say about the proposed open pit mines, which will use a controversial refining process involving cyanide. Halibu and Miobigag have not even insisted on their right to be consulted on the project. Compare this to the assertiveness of First Nations elsewhere in Atlantic Canada. Last week, New Brunswick said it would lift the moratorium on fracking in one part of the province. The Premier soon heard from chiefs that there will be more protests if the government proceeds without Indigenous consultation. I asked Communications Officer Allison White whether Halibut would be making a written submission in the environmental review process, but received no response. There is a meeting between Halibu and Miobagag in Cornerbrook this week, and Valentine Lake is on the agenda. Maybe the bands will break their silence after the meeting. So why the absence by First Nations and so-called Newfoundland in the conversation about this mammoth project taking place on our land without next to any input from them? That's what we're looking at this week. For Miobagag, there's the lingering trauma of the Drew decision. The courts found in 2006 that the Mi'kmaq of Con River had no Aboriginal or treaty rights to hunt, fish, and trap in the Bay du Nord Wilderness Reserve near Con River. In the minds of many Mi'kmaq, the case means that we have no land rights. Among our leadership, there may be a reluctance to get into a fight in which our legal strength has been diminished by the Drew decision. And Halibu has its own issues. It's a landless band and the fact that we have no reserve has been taken as a sign that we have no land rights of any kind. On top of that, all the legal bandwidth at Halibu seems to be taken up by trying to push for an end to the enrollment mess. They have no time to make an issue of a gold mine that few people are complaining about or perhaps even know about. But there's another more basic reason for the silence of our two Mi'kmaq bands, politics. If we did a survey, we might find out that most members of the public would support the Valentine Lake gold mine if they knew about it. And that includes band members, especially those in Central. Like many Halibut members outside of Cornerbrook, for those in Central, the band is a remote presence. What does Halibut do for me, members sometimes ask. Mi'kmaq and Grand Falls, Buckins, and other Halibut communities might not be happy if Halibut gets between them and a good-paying mining job. And while the island's two First Nations bands have been missing in action, Marathon Gold has been out in the communities, raising expectations about the positive economic spin-off from the mine and downplaying environmental concerns. 
Here's Marathon CEO Phil Walford on Mi'kmaq Matters recently. What we've been hearing is that right even last last year when we were talking, when we first came out with our first preliminary economic assessment, uh, even before that we were hearing from people in the district that they really felt that uh, the the economic impact of the duck pond mine shutting down and that along with uh, pulp and paper um, being greatly diminished on the province it's 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 been tough and uh, you see that everywhere uh, with small towns like Millertown or Buckins you know Buckins is uh, was a, a former mining town. Uh, you see in Grand Falls, Windsor, where people are saying that they really miss the economic spinoff because, like, mi- mining generally creates uh, three to five uh, other jobs for every one job, permanent job, at the mine, and that's because of supplies and services. So it has a very large impact on. Any mine has a large impact on the surrounding uh, uh, environment, the, the surrounding, I shouldn't say environment, but the, the surrounding communities. The community closest to the mine site and likely to experience the most economic impact is Millertown. Millertown is a Halibut community, as designated under the agreement in principle, and Mayor Fiona Humber is a Halibut member. We talked to her a few weeks ago about attempts to have the Beothic remains returned to Millertown as their final resting place. Fiona Humber was at the open house held by Marathon Gould earlier this year. She's also one of the many people in Millertown who hopes to get a job at the mine. I asked her about feelings in Millertown about the mine and the possibility of environmental impact. We hosted at the Millertown, Com- Millertown Community Center. Right. And... Um, it it was really good. We had a lot of people show up. We had around 50 to 60 show up for it. I, I think that number's right. And, um, yeah, there was a lot of people interested, and uh, there was no one angry or anything. They were Everyone who was attending more so was just interested in what was going on with the project, and they were happy to have an update. Right. And what kind of uh, questions do people have? Um, well, there were uh, there was a lot of questions about uh, pay, about what the pay would be up there for the the uh, average worker, and um, they said that was going to be around eighty eight thousand, I think, annually. And um, but that's averaged it through everyone on on the site, so it it goes up and down, obviously. So we can't wait for it to get started now. <laughs> Most people around here. <laughs> so mining has been uh, a big part of the Millertown economy, mining and other natural resources, but uh, in terms of mining, um, are there um, are there any active mines in operation now in the Millertown area? Uh, none right now, none active. Uh, we just had um, duck pond operations operated here from 2005 to 2015, mm-hmm. and, and uh, so that... And where do people in Millertown uh, work? I guess some people go back and forth to Alberta. And uh, oh. what else do people do in Millertown? Actually, uh, not many go back and forth to Alberta. Um, a lot of them, they used to work at Duck Pond Mine. And so the younger generation, say, that was going to school and just got out of school when Duck Pond came, they get 
jobs there and educations towards mining. And so now they're flying away to different mines across Canada, most of them, flying back and forth two weeks on or three weeks on at a time. And so they're doing quite a bit of traveling to to keep in the mining business right now. Right. So, and I, I suppose their their hope would be that uh, the gold mine at Valentine, Valentine Lake starts and they won't have to travel to other parts of Canada. They can work closer to Millertown. Yeah, that'd be ideal. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get something on the go there with and get that started right away, like uh, getting jobs out there. Mm-hmm. But now it's going to be a couple of years uh, before production starts in in Marathon at Valentine Lake. So until the production starts, then the miners from town here are still going to be flying away until they can get some permanent work up there. Valentine Lake uh, mine would cover a large territory. Uh, the development site is um, more than 200 and, uh, more than 200 square kilometers, uh, and there yeah. would be a number of open pit mines. And uh, some people have expressed a concern about the environmental impact about the mine, impact on wildlife, water, um, the use of cyanide in the mining process, those sorts of things. Would Are people in uh, Millertown concerned about those aspects of the project? I mean, as always, people are always concerned about environmental, especially when it comes to mining, because there's it's extraction of minerals and stuff, and and at times, and it's sometimes past experience has indicated not not good. But um, actually, they were reassured at the open house from Marathon that uh, the gold that Marathon has up there is actually one of the cleanest golds available in the mining industry. So uh, actually, when they break it down and they process it, there's not much left over in regards of chemicals and tailings. It's it's very clean and so the environmental impact for Valentine in comparison to say other gold mines is actually quite quite low because it's such a clean clean mineral right now. Right. I think uh, the way that Phil Walford explained it to us is that it's uh, because it's in granite because of the particular composition um, it's uh, there's not much uh, there are not many other components in the ore if i if i'm on, if i'm explaining it uh, correctly you being a geologist would uh, would know better than me but that's what i understand absolutely yeah it's um and phil of course would he he would know more than me he's the ceo right mm-hmm. and um yeah that's basically what it is there's there's nothing else. there's little alteration you know it's 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 just made so clean it's like the perfect uh, it's the perfect site for extracting gold, and you can't get it much better. <laughs> what about, I mean, that's uh, quite a large area, 20 kilometers by 10 kilometers, um, and it's at the height of land and near a lot of uh, the location in um, regarding watershed, apparently is a bit sensitive also. So, I mean, if there was a mistake, it's hard to repair these mistakes. And um, but it sounds like people in Millertown are assured that uh, those those risks are uh, are low. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, like 
the people around here, they're they're used to mining operations, so they know that this kind of comes with it, But and you kind of got to take it with the jobs and that. But, uh, of course, like anything, they, they hope that nothing ever happens to affect the environment. But, I mean, it's something that everybody is concerned about. But the Marathon Net, like, they have such a clean product, and like they said, they've explained the, the process a little bit more depth. I, I can't get into it, but... Uh, it's uh, they've seemed to got everybody on their side that yeah it's going to be very positive and it's been it's going to be a great for the region how about uh, duck pond of course when duck pond was closed down the uh, the owner used two ponds two natural ponds to store uh the effluent and those two ponds now are toxic no no fish or any other thing can live in those uh in those ponds, um, yeah. Would wouldn't people in Millertown be be concerned about a similar thing happening at uh, at Valentine Lake? Yeah, well, uh, with Duck Pond and like with any mining process, all of the companies they do try their best to get the environment as as close to normal as as close to as it was when they found it. So. I mean, when it comes to this was actually Duck Pond has the last tailings pond that was made out of a an actual pond. I think uh, one of the last in the province. I'm not sure how far how much farther it goes. It, it was ma- made out of a pond. Since then, all of the tailings ponds have been man-made. Like anything, it takes a it takes a long time for if you're using that specific pond for tailings and other things and I mean it's going to take a long time for that to get back to normal and it's a work in progress but we're confident that they're they're keeping it contained it's not uh, it's not affecting anything else around it and they're they've keeping that under control and that's their responsibility now until it's back to normal so and other than that I mean that just comes with the mine if you want to mine something like sometimes some of this has to has to happen I mean you need mining for all the lovely technology that everybody uses every day. So, I mean, they will get it back to as it was, they hope. <laughs> At Duck Pond, you mean? They, you, they hope yes. that the, the two dead ponds will someday be back to life. And, and how long, do we know how long that will take? I I don't know, no. It's, uh, it comes and goes, I guess, depending on the numbers. But uh, I I don't have any information like that. I don't know if you can check it with one of them. Mm. Now, um, a federal uh, environmental assessment has been announced for uh, Valentine Lake with uh, written submissions due by June 30. Is Millertown, will Millertown be participating in that process? Um, yeah, well, one, these uh, assessments are required in the, in this industry, so mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a very long uh, process and it's going to take them a few years. That's actually what's probably holding up the production most of all, but uh, that's good. That's what they have to go through to determine the everything environmentally to make sure that nothing happens. So really the longer that it takes, that's that's all good in the long run. But, um, it, yeah, it's, it's absolutely necessary, and we are taking part in it, absolutely. We, we have uh, each of the counselors, I think, have sent in um, a letter of, support in in regards of the mining operation and in the environmental assessment and I've I've stated how it was it's also an environmental it, it, it's not environmental sorry it's 
economic boost for us and, and for the region. So, I mean, that has to be looked at too. I mean, if it if it creates so many jobs, then I mean, that's something that needs to be considered as well, right? And that's it for the program. Support independent Mi'kmaq journalism. Become a Mi'kmaq Matters patron at patreon.com forward slash Mi'kmaq Matters. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. And thanks to our radio partners, Bay of Islands Radio, Voice of Bombay, and CHMR. I'm Glenn Wheeler. Till next time.